0: Welcome to C3 Church Tugger. You're about to hear a great message from one of our guest speakers. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. stand up, stand to your feet. We are about to receive the word of the Lord from an absolute legend of the faith, Pastor Christian McCutton. Why don't you come up now, Christian? This morning was incredible. I look forward to tonight. Thank you, pal. Awesome. Come on. Who loves the boyty? Oh, You've got it. You've got the mic. I've got it, mate. You don't have to give it to me. You're an absolute to... legend. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa and I love Luke and Candace. You're amazing people. Your hospitality, your love. You're just amazing. So thank you. Glad you're in our world. Man, I just feel like God is going to do something powerful tonight. Where God is, there's power. And if we'll just open ourselves up for the power of God to flow into our life and circumstances, things change. You know, and God didn't send his son to impress us. He didn't even send his son to impact us. He sent his son to transform our lives. And, and I believe that nothing is impossible without God. There is nothing he cannot do. There's nothing he will not do to a life surrendered to him. And, you know, there's, there's so many kind of things we could do here right now, formalities and everything, and I'm, I'm just so grateful to be here. But I just want to kind of, in the short time we've got, honor God and the presence of God that is is so strongly here and just every single one of us open ourselves up to his touch upon our lives amen so can we just lift our hands close our eyes Holy Spirit come come and have your way in this meeting God we, we make way we empty ourselves and our minds of self and God we just say we are focused on you we love you, God. We acknowledge your presence. God, we need you. More than anything else, we need you. We need your spirit. We need your touch upon our lives. And I pray, Father, tonight, that there would be an encounter with you. God, there would be an encounter with heaven and your power for every single life present. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, there's an amazing scripture. You'd all know at Ephesians 3.20. It says, Now to him who is able... To do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine, according to according to the power that is at work in us, to him be the glory in Christ Jesus through all the church. And I'm convinced that the power of God active in our lives is directly proportional to his praise on his lips. Amen? Can we just, for one more second, like Pastor Julie let us see? Can we just get a little abandoned? Can we just praise him and thank him and worship him? Father, we worship you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Your word says rejoice always. Pray without cease and give thanks in all circumstances. Come on. Let's just, let's just shake the dust off. Let's just shake ourselves and get a little free in God tonight because I'm telling you, chains are going to be broken. Pains are going to drop from lives. You know, some of you are walking through a really challenging time, and I'm telling you, God will meet you at your point of need if you'll just open yourself up and look beyond where you currently find yourself. Amen? In the few minutes we've got left, I want to talk to you tonight about encountering God. You guys can grab a seat. I was going to do something else, but I'm not going to do it. Jilly, you are amazing. Let's thank Jilly tonight. You know, in Luke 5, verse 12, it says this. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. And when Jesus saw him, when he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand, touched the man, and he said, I am willing, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifice that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more so that the crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to the lonely places and prayed. I love this. I love this story. I love the Bible and and what we can take from it. Because here's a story about an outcast of society that not only was no one allowed to associate with, no one was allowed to touch. His wife, his kids, his friends, no one could come close to this man and touch him. And he's Jesus breaking all the rules. He, he, he didn't care about religious tradition. He didn't care about the fact that this man was ceremonially unclean. He wanted to get deep inside his world. He wanted to bring relief and ease to a, a, a tension and, a, and an issue, a sickness in this man's life. And I'm just glad that I serve a, a savior that goes beyond religion and goes beyond words, and he wants to to encounter me, and he wants to encounter you. I'm glad that I serve a compassionate, loving God. I'm glad that I serve a God that says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. I'm glad that I serve a God that is beyond words in his power. You know, like we were singing before, you know, Philippians 2 and 9 says, he came in the appearance of a man because he was obedient even unto death. God has raised him up and given him a name, a name which is above every other name, that that every knee will bow and every tongue confess in heaven, earth, and below that he is Lord. I'm glad that we serve a God that has power beyond the attacks that life and the enemy throw at us. You might be here tonight, though, feeling like an outcast, feeling like you have a condition that others don't care about. That ostracizes you from being able to engage and press in you, you may be afflicted with a, with symptoms of whatever it may be and that others don 't understand. Can I tell you Jesus is here and he understands and he wants to encounter he wants to touch your life and set you free you know i i 've been blessed and, and privileged enough to travel the world i 've traveled everywhere with with Pastor Phil Pringle and, and with myself and had a few opportunities. And I have seen, yeah, I traveled with myself, I was there present. And, but you know what I found? God shows up wherever there is faith, wherever there is belief. Mark eleven twenty three says, whatever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And so I've seen, I was sharing this, I've, I've seen people with cancer healed. I've seen dead people come back to life. I've prayed for two people that were dead and they came back to life. I've prayed for another one that should have died. A 77-year-old lady fell down the escalators and, and from her hip to her ankle, she split like a sausage. She should have died. She, she was at the bottom of the escalators and my dad and I walked along and she was just laying at the bottom of the escalator. She was, she was like grey-white. She, she just had a pool of blood around her. Certain things happened that indicate that she was on the way out and and we just we were just rebuked death we whipped our shirts off put it around her leg prayed for and rebuked death and and god got in the middle of that situation there's nothing that god won't do there's no one that god won't meet with and she got released from hospital two days later with 88 staples down her leg but she, she lived there's nothing that's too hard from god but i just wanted to talk to you briefly here tonight about a few key elements that we can be aware of and apply in, in encountering God is is that okay and then I want to pray for some stuff and just believe that it's good to talk about I believe it's better to experience you know the, you, you can't tell me that God's not a he, he, healer because I've experienced it in my own life and I've seen it through my life and there's a saying that you know someone with a theory is sorry somebody with an experience is not subject to somebody with a theory so when you encounter the power nobody can talk you out of so I don't want to convince you that God's big and powerful and real. I want you to experience His power. I want you to experience His touch upon your life. So the first thing I would say is this. To, to, to really encounter and experience the miraculous touch of God, and the power of God has to be present. We have to go to where God is. God is in this place. But the thing is, you know, just standing on, on, on a you know, platform or something like that, just worshipping God doesn't do it for every person. It positions but it may be you you need to find God in the morning or you need to find God at night or you need to go down to every single one of us needs to find God for ourselves I have to do this every day and and I want to encourage you to to be a God seeker to be someone that loves the presence if you want the power of God active in your life love the presence of God seek God be be someone that spends time in the word and some and time in prayer And seek God and not for what he can do but for who he is seek his face not before you seek his hands before we come with the shopping list of God can you do this this and this God I honor you and what does it say Matthew 6 it says when you pray pray like this our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven let's let's just praise God first let's just honor God first and put him in his rightful place and like I was saying this morning, seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Whatever you need will be found in that place of worship. You know, it says here in Jeremiah 29, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Proverbs eight seventeen says, I love those that love me and those that seek me will find me. Isaiah 55 verse 6 says, seek the Lord while he may be found, call on him while he is near. And that's that's each of our, our responsibility as an individual. Corporately, we come and worship and we praise, but each of us needs to be a God seeker in our own time. And I want to encourage you to know, if you want the power of God evident and active in your life, be a God seeker, somebody that preferences the presence of God over anything else. Second thing is faith in action. I love what this man says. He approached Jesus. He wasn't meant to do that. But he goes, you know what? I know where my answer lies. Can I tell you, your answer doesn't lie in other people. God will move through it, but but firstly and and primarily, it lies in, go to God. After you've sought go to God boldly. And and, and this man declared what Jesus could do. He says, if you're willing, so it wasn't a matter, I believe you can do it, I just want to know if you're willing. If you're willing, you can make me clean. You can heal me. Can I tell you, when we come to God with that kind of boldness, The the, the Bible says that the righteous are as bold as lions. We are meant to be so bold. We are meant to declare in life what is going to happen to us. Despite my circumstances, I tell you I'm going through. You know, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. There's a declaration. When God is with you, you you walk in victory. When God is with you, you have release. When, you know, there, there is life, there is power. And like I shared this morning, 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. When you walk with that mindset, nothing can take you out. Nothing can take you down. Nothing can hold you captive because you're a a man or a woman of victory in Jesus' name. And I love this. It says, um, speaking of being, those things aren't as though they are. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. I'm not subject to my emotions or how I feel. I'm subject to the truth of the word of God. And the truth of the word of God says, I am strong. I am more than an overcomer. I am a head and not the tail. I I have the same power at work in me that raised Christ from the dead. That's what the word says. So despite anything that comes against me, despite any lie of the enemy, I am a victor. I live in victory. And my circumstances are going to line up with those realities. Amen? Let me ask you this question. What can you do to get God's attention? What can you do? to get God's attention. If you need an answer, if you need a touch from God, if you need an encounter, and we all do, what can you do tonight? See, because there was a woman that crawled on her hands and knees through a crowd and grabbed onto the hem of Jesus's garment because she said, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. There's a man that stepped out of of a boat and started walking on water because he said, if you're calling me, I can do the impossible. There's a, there's a blind, blind man standing on the side of the road and he throws off his beggar's cloak. He throws off life security. And he says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. What can you do tonight to get God's attention? Because I said it this morning, God's not moved by needs. We all have needs. If he was moved by needs, he'd be, everybody in the world would be touched with the power of God. He's moved by faith. Men and women of faith that say, despite and beyond my circumstances, I believe. I believe. I just want to stir some faith tonight. You know, in Jude it says, stir yourself up in your most holy faith. Every single one of us has the seeds of faith deposited on the inside. I just want people to rise up to be all that God has called them to be. I want, God, I want men and women to experience the abundant life that God has for them. I want men and women to, to rise up with vision in their eyes and a word in their mouth that they go beyond this and they start to bring life to other people. I hope my life represents the goodness of God, the, the passion of God, the love of God, because when I get in people's, I want to bring change. I want to be generous. I want to be a blessing wherever I go, because that's our God, and we, we're, we're representing the King. Amen? Fantastic. You know what? You need to fight for your miracle. I have to fight for my miracles, but I can't fight for yours. You have to fight. Don't lay down. You are, you are not defeated. The enemy may lie to you. People may lie to you. Circumstance may come You are not defeated and, and you are not subject to the lies of the enemy. You're a victor in life. Fight for it. You know, and that may mean um, that you've got you to do a few things that make you feel a little uncomfortable at times. I stand here at times and I go, I don't even care if I look like an idiot. And if I, I, I go places all the time where I call things out specifically and no one moves. I'm all right with that because I know that I've heard the voice of God, and I've got to live obedient to that voice. But I tell you, every single time when the service is finished, those people come up to me. That was me. That was me. That was me. You know what? I don't mind, and I'll pray for them, but there's power in that moment. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's faith in action. I've got to go to that place where, God, I can do something that's beyond my comfort zone, something that's beyond my, my personality. Can I encourage you to do that? If you hear the voice of God, if you hear somebody's calling, just just step out and act in accordance. Third thing is this, there needs to be a point of contact. Sometimes it's a word, sometimes it's a touch, other times it's like a Jacob or this woman crawling on. It's going after God and holding on saying, I will not let go till you bless me. I will not let go till till I get my breakthrough. You know, I don't know how long you've faced what you're facing or you've walked through what you're walking through. But if you won't let go, if you won't give in, you will walk into your breakthrough. The Bible says that it's always darkest before the dawn. No, the Bible doesn't say that, that's just a saying. It doesn't say that in the Bible, but it's a good saying. It's always darkest before the dawn. It's, you know, so often people are so close to their breakthrough, so close to their miracle, so close to their encounter with God and they give up. Don't give up. Regardless of anything that happens in life, don't give up. God hasn't changed. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. His nature hasn't changed. His, his love towards you hasn't changed. The way he sees you, and it hasn't changed. He's for you and not against you, despite your circumstances. Like I was saying, what can you do? What, even though it may be uncomfortable, even though it may be something that you don't want to do, you don't want to hear that word, you don't want to you know, step out of your seat and walk to the front. I had a friend, he was actually a really close friend now, he wasn't a friend then. For 17 years, he'd been traveling from England to Australia to get assessed by a doctor because he had such bad arthritis. He had pain in every joint of his body. For at least a month of the year, he would lay crippled in bed and not not be able to move because every joint and it was inflamed and every bone was, you know, rubbing on each other. Couldn't even get out of bed. So for 17 years, he'd flown to Australia to get tested and, and more medication... You know, supplied to him so that he could go back to England and get through the year coming. And he was reluctant, he was hesitant, he didn't want to come forward. And so the reason he was in Australia was that was the Sunday night. On the Monday, Tuesday, he was going to do, have all the testing the bone des- density tests, the reflex tests, the stretch tests, all that stuff. I prayed for him on the Sunday night. My friend of mine grabbed him and brought him to the altar, and I prayed for him. Went out under the power of God, I thought nothing else. He didn't tell his doctor. So his doctor, who is a well-known you know, kind of TV doctor and has been treating him for 17 years, did all these tests over Monday and Tuesday. On the Wednesday, he sat him down and he said, Andy, you're going to think I'm crazy. He said, but I can't prescribe you anything because you don't have arthritis. He said, and if I tell my colleagues that, they'll laugh at me. If I, tell, if, I, if I mention this outside of this, this room, I'm going to be laughed out of town. I cannot prescribe you anything legally because you no longer have one bit. Be- that, that was four years ago. He's not suffered from any forms of arthritis The from that day forward. <clears throat> he rings me and says, I've had to learn how to do life again pain-free. He said, because my routine was my wife would help me sit up in bed. He's only 39. I would swing my legs out over the bed and I'd wait there and then there'd be like 17 bottles of different medication that I'd have to pop before I could get out of bed and get into my day he said I didn't even want to come on that order call I didn't believe that God could heal me it was the faith of some, but he said but you know what because Andrew kept pressing me I stood up and I came forward sometimes we need to get beyond ourselves Sometimes we have attitudes towards God. Sometimes we blame God for things that God never did. And that's okay. The Bible says get angry, but don't sin. Let's channel that and say, God, you know what? I'm ticked. I'm angry. I'm, I'm upset. This thing shouldn't have happened. That thing shouldn't have happened. But God, you know, despite all of that, I know you're good. Despite all of that, I know you're for me. Despite all that, the pain that I'm feeling, the, the fear that I'm feeling, the, the pressure that I'm feeling, God, I know that you can change my circumstances. You can transform my life. Amen. And we're here tonight, we're wanting the encounter, we're wanting the power, we're wanting the supernatural. But I was recently reading something that I found very interesting, and I'm going to finish with this in a minute. In Ezekiel 37, it says this, the hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and he set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones, and he led me back and forth among them, and he saw a great many bones. It's a cool story. Ezekiel is taken by the hand of the Lord, and he's he's placed by the Spirit in the middle of a, a valley of bones there's death there's destruction there's stuff all around and the spirit of god says son of man can these bones live and he says yes of course they can you know only you know lord he says prophesy and there was a rattling and and the bones came together we all want that let me speak to my circumstance let me speak to the situation i find myself i want the supernatural i want the power but what i realized in this is the thing that precedes the power of god on our lives is always his presence in our lives said the hand of the Lord came upon me God's hand upon your life is so much more important than the answer to your prayer because like I was saying this morning when you have God you have everything and I'm feeling like the hand of the God is going to come upon people's lives tonight perhaps for the first time but I feel like God wants to touch people and see the miraculous zone is God's zone the relationship zone is our zone We need to allow ourselves to be positioned relationally where God can empower us to do life successfully. Amen? Like I said before, the Bible says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Maybe I can just get the band up if that's okay. Isaiah 41 says, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. In Acts, Jesus said to his disciples, wait in Jerusalem until you're empowered. I feel like there's gonna be an empowerment to do life well tonight for every person that wants it. Isaiah 55 says this, come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest affair give ear and come to me listen that you may live I feel like the devil's tried to rob life from people here that he's tried to rob visions and dreams and passion and God wants us to come back tonight I feel like if you were listening to all through that it's come, come, come I'm not holding you away I'm an everlasting God that wants to live in relationship with my people can we just close our eyes thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord my god i worship you here tonight you may be here feeling like god is distant feeling like you know what i hear what you're saying but i don't feel it i want you to feel it tonight i want you to feel the arms of a loving Saviour wrapped around you tonight you may never have asked Christ into your life. You may have and, you know, things just happen. Life happens. You've taken a journey. That's all right. That's, life happens. But I want to give you an opportunity to walk back into close and intimate relationship with a loving Savior tonight. If you're here and you're saying, you know what, I, I want that peace in my heart. I want a sense... The love of God in my life. I want to have Jesus come in back, back into my life as my Lord and Savior. Just lift your hand. Just lift your hand wherever you are. I tell you, God is going to encounter people afresh tonight. Thank you, Lord. 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 Anybody, if you're here saying, you know what? I've wandered. I'm not as close as I used to. I want to come back. Just lift your hand. It would be an honor to pray with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray tonight that you would bless your people, that every person in this room would have an assurance, Lord God, of their salvation in you, that by faith, Lord God, they would walk strong in you. And I thank you for your power, active in each and every life in this room tonight. Have your way. Lord God, I thank you. Bless every person here. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.